you know what, Jen? I don't think I've ever looked better in my life. I think I'm I'm at the peak of my physical prowess. I think you are. At the moment. And yeah. I would love to share that with people. I'd love people to be able to see me in the flesh. Just it's to... selfish to keep this. <laughs> it is. This amount of radiance needs to be shared. So I thought what I would do is invite people along to see me in real life. To be in the same room at the Museum of Comedy. At the Museum of Comedy, because comedy is what I do <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> and you belong in a museum. No, oh, no. No, no, no. It was How rude. My self-esteem had climbed and now it's back down on the floor. But no, I um, love the Museum of Comedy and I'm going to go there and I'm going to take my raw magnetism with me uh, on Wednesday the 24th of April. Can I come too? You can. Just try not to sort of detract from my glow, you know. Okay. Uh, we are going to have the magnificent Jenny Ryan, a magnificent guest, Ooh. TBA. Wednesday the 24th of April, put it in your diaries, bring your sunglasses because I am shining. Yeah, get your tickets now. The link is in our social media or from the music. Museum of Comedy website. Oh, please do come. Jen's all right as well. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. What's your name? Jenny Ryan. Correct. What's my name? Lucy Porter. Correct. What are we doing? We're making a podcast all about quizzing. Correct. What's it called? Fingers on buzzers. Correct. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Fingers on Buzzers. <laughs> oh, that gives nothing away, does it? <laughs> um, I, I was hoping for something a bit more Christmassy. Um, I, well, I, I thought it through and then... I, I didn't want us to have to get in trouble legally <laughs> because of me singing like Fingers really on Buzzers to the tune of Last Christmas. No, no, but you could do Fingers on Buzzers, Fingers on Buzzers, something like that. Well, you could have done that. You just I've did. just done it, yeah, it's fine. Okay, uh, um, we'll, we'll put it in in post with... <laughs> to make it look like it was me. <laughs> <laughs> we're throwing forward to Christmas is what we're doing because uh, we are gearing up for our Christmas episodes and particularly our Christmas special. And the first thing I wanted to do was talk about books that are coming out at Christmas. <gasps> so we're going to be reviewing Frank Paul, the quiz legend that is Frank Paul, his book, The Twelve Quizzes of Christmas. I'm very excited about this. It's, you should be because it's amazing. I think this is going to be... We're all going to be gathered around this in my family. Like, I mean, mostly we'll be gathered around for heat. But um, <laughs> yes. we're going to be gathered around this particular book. I think it's going to be right up our alleyway. This Christmas when we're all huddling because we can't afford to turn the heating on and we're all burning books, not because we want to sense them, but just because they're our only available form of warmth. 
month. Uh, we won't be burning uh, Frank Paul's 12 Quizzes of Christmas because it's brilliant. Um, we're also going to talk about board games for Christmas. Yeah. Oh, another classic of the genre. Yeah. The Christmas family gathering, family and friends. Get round a table, any flat surface you like. <laughs> and, uh, Just a pallet if you can't afford a table. Absolutely, the floor if you've got one. I mean, yeah. you might have to sell it. It might be repossessed. <laughs> and um, and also... Uh, this is such a cheerful intro. Oh, God, this is awful. But, <laughs> but actually, the board games I'm talking about are all charity shop finds. Oh, so yeah. that's good. Uh, and then also, we have got some quite exciting news about Fingers on Buzz's Christmas. <laughs> because we are going to be giving presents away, like, you know... Santa. Yes. Or yes. Edmonds. Or Noel Edmonds. I mean, the same person, right? Someone bearded, either with a lovely big white fluffy beard or a slightly weird like orange Sandy-ish, beard. wasn't it? Like yeah. a, a sandy beard? Like sandy claws. <laughs> San- sandy claws and sandy, sandy beard. beard. Uh, so you will be able to find out how you can enter the Fingers on Buzzers Tombola. <gasps> Christmas tombola, and we've got an actual tombola, and we've got prizes, so that is all coming up in today's show. Okay, so we are going to have a look at Frank Poole's book, The Twelve Quizzes of Christmas, which is being released for this year, and it is, it's extraordinary, because Jen, like, you know Frank Poole. Oh yes. Would you expect him to write a standard quiz book for Christmas? In terms of just question and answer, I would be astonished He's notorious for his finding a connection and a cryptic clue between any two given objects on the planet. Yes. So something that'll get you scratching your head well past Boxing Day. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm counting on. I would say it would take you about 15 to 20 years to actually crack everything in this book. Lovely. Also, what I love about it is it comes with a table of contents at the beginning and a scorecard. <gasps> Um, That's what we like. And it also, uh, it's got a sort of through line of a narrative to it. So it begins saying, you are a woman named Infinity Quincunx. Your hometown has been lawless and depraved for as long as you can remember. Today you compete in the trivia night at the Satan Crater. The host asks, question one, we all love a nice juicy human sacrifice. (laughs) Amrish, whose character practices human sacrifice in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, shared what surname with Om, who starred in East is East. It's also the name of an Indian snack <gasps> consisting of deep fried dough. Lovely. That's the first question. Wow. <laughs> and it's just in an intro. That's just an intro. And, then and I like, it's kind of almost as bleak as our intro. <laughs> yeah, it basically, it's like, it's all post-apocalyptic. That's what Beautiful. all these things have in common. Um, so, and then you get hints. Mm-hmm. And then you get answers. So it is an extraordinarily dense quiz book. It, I mean, it's got hundreds of questions. It's got illustrations. It's got um, diagrams. I, I mean, you know, normally when we review quiz books on here, I sort of go, oh, let's just take a sample question. But it's almost impossible mm. to do that with this book, which I think is absolutely to its credit. Um, it's more interesting. It's it's like a it's like a religion. Yeah, it looks absolutely beautiful as well. I mean, you you mentioned illustrations, but these they, these are amazing hand drawn. I can't wait to find out what's going on there. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, a whole there's some strange images. The uh, Crow Man, which is basically a graphic novel 
in the middle of a quiz book. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so, I mean, slightly frustratingly for our listeners, I would imagine, like, you would want me to say, here's a sample question. I will try and find one. Jen, if you can just enlighten us, what was the answer to the first question that it, we... It felt a little bit straightforward for a Frank Paul question. Um, it's puri. That is it correct. Made, it made me feel a little bit hungry because, yeah... Oh, lovely stuff. Um, It was the first question in the book, so it's going to be easy. I'm going to give you a slightly more difficult question. Okay, Okay, so this is from round four. Which word follows Les Pêcheurs de to complete the title of an opera by Georges Bizet? If one letter is removed from this word, it becomes the surname of a man who served as both Prime Minister and President of Israel. Whoa. Oh, I need that again. Hang on. I'm going to have to make notes. Yeah, I know. You do need to make notes for this book. Which word follows Les Pêcheurs de to complete the title of an opera by Georges Bizet, which is one of my dad's favourite ever operas. Uh, If one letter is removed from this word, it becomes the surname of a man who served as both Prime Minister and President of Israel. Is the opera... Well, Pesher is fishers, fishermen. Yes, yes. So it'd be pearl fishers? Yes, that's correct. But I don't know what that is in French. Okay, well, Which then is not think, great. Of the other, <laughs> think of the other half and then that may give you... This is the beauty of this. So, yeah, so who is the uh, man who served as both Prime Minister and President of Israel? I don't know. Okay, I can tell you. His name is Shimon Peres. Peres, okay. So what letter do you have to then add to get... Pearl, obviously, with an yes. L in there. Okay, so the L, L, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do you want another one from that round? Yeah, that was... I, I should have got that, actually. An actor born Mark Sinclair mm-hmm. first adopted his stage name while working as a bouncer. What is his stage forename, which is the first syllable of his mother's married surname, a surname which is also the name of a saint after whom a country's largest island is named. What? This is great. Okay. So Mark Sinclair. Yeah. So it's an actor who adopts his stage name while working as a bouncer. Mm-hmm. Well, what is his stage forename, which is the first syllable of his mother's married surname, a surname which is also the name of a saint, after which a country's largest island is named? So I would say, think of a country... Yeah. Which has an island capital. Saint Kitts? Nope. Saint Saint Lucia? Nope. Saint... <laughs> I'm gonna give you a clue. Oh wow, yeah. Okay, so if I were to say to you the Grenadines. Yeah, Saint Vincent. Vin Diesel. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. I was getting I was going the the uh, Caribbean route, wasn't I? Yes. So maybe after a little while, this feels very, uh, you've got to bounce off other people in a team. So that's the kind of thing. I'd start saying Caribbean islands and someone else would say, yeah, come up with a list of all the same places and then we'd get there. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, I mean, this is the level of quizzing that we're looking at in this book. That's multiple layers deep. Yeah. Yeah. So it is an amazing book, The Twelve Quizzes of Christmas by Frank Paul, and I think it's a hearty recommend from us, right? Uh, it's It seems to be two thumbs up from Porter and Ryan. Which is four thumbs up, really. I guess. <laughs> Maths. <laughs> 
okay, so I have established, Jen, that we are throwing forward to Christmas. <laughs> and my favourite thing about Christmas is board games because it's the only time of year I have to make my family play things <laughs> with me. And I know you're from a very board game We're a friendly. very gamey, gamey family. Not like gamey, like pheasants or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, We're yeah. not into shooting things. <laughs> but yeah, indoor pursuits. Whenever I've nibbled on any of your extremities, you do taste quite gamey. So, you know, that's... Mm. Uh, but uh, what I was going to suggest is that people buy their board games from eBay or charity shops. Yes. Um, and also do support the board game companies who are making new board games. But what I'm saying is I've just, okay, essentially, I just want to show off about some of the brilliant games <laughs> I've lately. That's what it is. Um, so Justin, my husband, brought the Allo Allo board game. Oh, what? And I know that, you know, obviously, Amanda, you can't bear Allo Allo. I mean, you know, you're... You stupid woman! <laughs> <laughs> So I wanted to bring it out. So wow! Um, <gasps> if you can get a copy of this, and I, you know, the thing is, these board games, they go for nothing on eBay, really. Uh, so the BBC TV LOLO board game is <laughs> Officer Crabtree is on the front saying, "For two to six players, <laughs> age noon to ninety. I'll I'll translate for two to six players, age none to ninety. Um, and then Renee <laughs> is on the front saying, "Business has been very bad in the cafe lately. Everyone is staying at home playing this sensational LOLO board game." Wow. Michelle, for instance, is already hooked, and she has played it only once. Oh, I mean, he's doing his own PR on the front there. <laughs> All the catchphrases. Wow. So I would just say I heartily recommend that you play this board game and we are going to play it now. Yeah! So the rules of the LOLO board game. Uh, it says, whose side are you on? Two to six players can choose to be in the resistance or the German camp. I mean... <laughs> wow. I would hope... I mean, it's a strong start. <laughs> that's what you choose. Do you want to be a Nazi? <laughs> Whichever character you adopt as your playing piece, the object is to find the airmen, Carstairs and Fairfax, and to get them either to prison if you're a German or the border if you're with the resistance. So your characters are... If you're in the resistance, you have René... El, Edith and Yvette and if you're in if you're playing for the Germans you have Helga the Colonel and Gruber so there are special squares um hair flick features um but uh the... I say they've been quite clever in how they've uh, they've used the font of the between the L and the I <laughs> on hair flick so it it's might an... look like a slightly rude word it's another slightly game rude. almost in itself isn't it yes yeah does it um, so I'm going to pick out the cards. Oh, these dice look directional. Oh, very exciting. Um, so essentially it is a game of snakes and ladders okay. with some cards. So there isn't, uh, that much, uh, sort of excitement, but... The real clincher, the best thing about this game, is that there are Crabtree's wacky words. Oh, my goodness. Now, obviously, this is Arthur Bostrom, <laughs> a.k.a. Crabtree. Oh, and you have certain moves where you have to interpret what Officer Crabtree is saying. <laughs> and I'm going to hand us one each. Okay. Moving round a board, 
And sometimes you get uh, Officer Crabtree's instructions and this tells you what you need to do next. So, for example, I have move street to the French panty ship. Wow. Panty ship, did you say? Panty ship is what's on the card. Panty ship. Partnership? I don't know. No. It is move straight to the French panty shop. Oh, Oh, yes. You don't. Like French knickers used to be a real thing, didn't they? They yeah. did, yeah. What Do, has anyone to? ever seen a French knicker? It's all no. Brazilian. Yeah. A French knicker was basically just a female boxer short, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, much more comfortable. Yeah. Bring them back. Bring back the bring back the French knicker. Okay, so that was... hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Petit ship. So what do you have for your pinty ship? Um, mine says chinch pluses with Helga. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, it's changed basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Swap squares with Helga. Mine says you need to lay low in the sours. The sours? The sewers? Oui, oui. Oh. And then Michelle, uh, you know Michelle, I would say this only once. Um, oui. She has some little sort of uh, clues which are like, a time bomb is in your hidey hold. Get there in four throws or you are blown up and out of the game. Oof. So you have like secret this, mission this, cards. Oh, it's, and it's I mean, it's well, not well, a great well. game, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> it's not a great game, but anything that has uh, Officer Crabtree's wacky words. The concept is uh, yeah. is, is excellent. It's just, it's, yeah. I mean, in the execution, it's not that great. Shall I give you one more off the ground? Oh, yes, please. Go directly to your own hooding piece. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you lust your earmen in the knocker's yard. (laughs) You must gut them. It's, uh, you know, it's not. I was just pissing by. Good moment. Oh, yes, please. You are under arrest. Go directly. Go directly to the police station. But this one, if if the word bomb is involved, then you get things yeah. like, go to the bum steer <laughs> and pick up a bum. <laughs> Which is go to the bum store and pick up a bum. Go to License the bum to steer bum. and pick up a bum. That's the best one. So, yeah, so yeah. that's the LOLO board game. If you want to play Snakes and Ladders with a little bit of racism and potentially the opportunity to be a Nazi... I mean, then I, I'm suspicious of the family member who immediately went, I want a big rumor. Yeah. <laughs> right. um, so that's board game number one. Oon. Or, <laughs> number one. <laughs> <laughs> the first big <beard> boom. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. 
Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. So now the LRLO game is slightly disappointing in terms of gameplay, but it's got a bit of fun about it. But the next game that I found in Charity Shop is great on all levels this is lenny henry's stand-up comic game oh yeah and i sort of thought oh this will be just sort of some cheap cash in you know lenny henry's put his name to something it's actually a really great game because it's packed full of jokes like old jokes but really quite sweet old jokes and it it sort of guides you through how to become a stand-up comedian and it's actually quite honest so you go around the board and it's like oh you're doing open spots and then oh you might get a break but then you get sent back and um the cards are good news and bad news so for example the good news is you're flying out to vegas thankfully on a plane move ahead one space and the bad news is the airport baggage handlers mistake you for a suitcase and you're never seen again miss two turns <laughs> so it's quite, but it is actually quite good about you yeah. know showbiz has its up and downs and uh, it's a lesson well we all need to learn the good news is the critics compare you to jack benny roll oh, again lovely. the bad news is the critics compare you to jack benny they say you've both been dead for years oh. <laughs> so it's a really nicely well written uh sort of board game and also there are loads of jokes in it Ooh. like loads of jokes so pick your favorite one off your card okay. um knock knock who's there clive clive who clive as it happens as in okay oh. uh there was an old man with a beard who sat on a horse as it reared, but they said, never mind, he'll fall off soon behind. But he didn't, which I find quite weird. What do you get if you put two and two together? I don't know. A two-two. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. This, this one is extremely timely as well. I mean, this game must be mid-80s, would you say? Uh, I would say so. Um, the Chancellor's been told to shift, but he refuses to budget. Hey! Oh. Could be 2022. Wowzers. There's lots and lots of limericks. There was an old man of the West who never could get any rest, so they set him to spin on his nose and his chin, which was useless, as you might have guessed. Slightly surreal, but I like it. There was an old man who said, Hush, I think I perceive a young thrush. When they said, Is it small? He replied, Not at all. It's four times the size of the bush. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds saucy, but maybe it's not. Uh, Long John Silver's court case has been thrown out. The judge says he doesn't have a leg to stand on. 
So it's trad, but there's some good stuff. And also there's uh, you have to do impersonations, Ooh. which I think if you're playing this with some of the younger members of the family would be oh, hilarious. Absolutely baffling. Impersonate Claire Rayner. Impersonate Claire Rayner. Come on, let's do Go it. On. Oh, lovey. Oh, lovey. Oh, sweetie. Oh, lovey. That, that's my impression. Uh, impersonate Marilyn Monroe. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish you, dear listeners, could see the visual of that. Um, so this is actually a pretty good board game because yeah. you've got, like, jokes, limericks, and and actually the gameplay itself works pretty well. It is about the ups and downs of showbiz. So I would say this is a solid eight and a half out of ten for me. It's educational. It's teaching realism as well yeah. as being fun. Yeah, this is a this is a solid find. Yes. Well, I mean, they can't all be Lenny Henry's stand-up comic game. No. But I think taking a chance and grabbing something from a charity shop that looks fun. If anybody sees um, the Bigfoot game, Ooh, which I had that? when I was a kid, I went on about the Bigfoot game for an entire year. Yes. I'd seen it in the shops made by Waddingtons, um, and I did get it for Christmas, uh, and and it was really good. And you've but, lost it, uh, yeah. so you need it back. Okay, yeah. there you go. Let's set our fingers on buzzers, people, on that. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've got the Miss World game. <gasps> oh, hello. Which is actually quite valuable. Or it would be if we hadn't, you know, broken it all. And uh, But that's... Uh, you have to wear a bikini while playing. Well, yeah, basically I do. You don't have to, but I do. Um, <laughs> Shall we do one more? Have we got time for one more? Yes, please. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so now we come to our next Christmas board game. Mm-hmm. And this, uh, from my local charity shop, the Lelung Dharma Buddhist Beautiful. charity shop. Um, it's a catchphrase, and it's quite a modern iteration because there's little Stephen Mulholland. Oh, I mean, he is looking young there, though, so I think it's, it's early, early era of his tenure, I That's would say. That's the sound of I'm going to... Here oh. you go. Oh, 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 Mr. Chips. First thing you see. You don't even need to assemble that. No. It's one piece. There's a timer, there's a sand, you know, hourglass thing. Beautiful. Um, There's money and. Okay. Right. Here we go. I'm just trying to work out. This is the first time we've unboxed this. We should have done an unboxing video. Uh, so the cards have pictures on, and then the classic visual game for an audio format. Perfect. <laughs> oh, okay, God, this is going to be really hard to explain on a podcast. <laughs> you know how the catchphrase of catchphrase is "say what you see." Yeah. Never has that been more important than me trying to describe a visual game on an audio medium. So you get um, a card, and on one side is an illustration, and on the other side is a different illustration, and the the sort of corresponding catchphrase is on okay, either side. Right. Do, do you see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Ah. so pick out a card, Gem. Yep. And then cover over the bottom bit just because we might see sort it. of see the other one. Okay, so okay, this is a good one. This is a very good one. So on this card, I have three Mr. Chips. And uh, they have very differing hairstyles, Jen. Oh, they do? 
They do. So they, and there's an arrow pointing at one of them. Yeah, so the one in the middle has significantly larger blue hair mm. than the other ones. Yes. Like uh, purple. Um, the colour's not significant. It's insignificant. Um, hair, hairy, hair metal, hair, hair, <laughs> hair. Twisted big, big sister. Hair. Uh, big, big, is it the biggest hair? Big head? Ooh, no, but no. big, big is, is... Big. The, I mean, is that their real hair, would you say? Big wig. Yay! Hey. Oh, lovely. There you go. Okay, so describe so to me what's happening on your card. So on this one, um, it's it's a picture of a fun fair, uh-huh. but um, the, the the actual ride itself looks really unhappy and it's having it's a little a cry. It's a sad, really sad. rollercoaster, so it's sad times. It's... Depressed twister. I, I think I think it could be happy as well. If, moody, if moody roller coaster, mood swing, mood swings. No, 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 oh. no, no. You have the roller coaster, right? Oh, Amanda's putting a hand up. Okay. Uh, is it an emotional roller coaster? It's an emotional oh. roller coaster. <laughs> oh, Lovely. Very good. Okay, I'm going to give you this one. Um, okay, this is a very simple one. Okay. okay. Say what you see. Say what you see, guys. So, what do you see in there? There's some hands. There's definitely hands. Yeah, and what is surrounding those hands? Oh. Is it a golden cuff? Golden handcuffs. Golden handcuffs. Yeah. Well done. Um, and here, here we have, it's like an... It looks like the interior of a of a high street regular sort of a uh, a, a shop, yes. And there is a the stakes are high. There's a there's a hound in the middle of is the room. Happy as a and butcher's it's, dog. And it's, and it, no. Well, it, he's lifting some weights. Oh, as fit as a butcher's dog. Yeah. Oh, you're good, Amanda. Right, okay. So I can okay, see. so what, you can see a rabbit. Can you see a rabbit? Treadmill. Oh, rabbit on a treadmill. Ooh. It doesn't look pleased with what it's doing, but Ooh. it just looks a bit blank. Um, Is rabbit on a treadmill a phrase? Rabbit on a treadmill. <laughs> rabbit, yeah. Run, rabbit, run. Oh, that's very good, but it's I not like that, that. no. Ooh. Okay, so if you were a rabbit and you're on a treadmill, where do you have a treadmill? Jim Bunny. Yay! Hey. Now, I have to say, the catchphrase game, I don't know, the, the actual gameplay of it, who cares, pretty good. Yeah. I mean, we all love catchphrase. Yeah. It's a simple conceit. Yeah. And you get a little cardboard cutout, Mr. Chips, yep. in this particular edition. Yeah. Um, I don't know what has happened to his arms. Well, there's you put the arms through. Oh! So right, the arms so you, assemble him. you assemble him and then yeah. he holds the card. Yeah. Oh! Okay, gotcha. Yes. Yeah. If, if I knew there was something to construct... But as always, and I think this is a great lesson in life, the point of a board game is actually, does it work without the board? Yes. And I think it does, but it's even better with a, a cardboard stand looking like Mr Chips yeah. to and hold we'll, your cards. We'll put a picture of that on social media. Beautiful. So we have vastly enjoyed doing our Christmas board game throw forward and we'll be doing more of those as the year progresses. But what I really wanted to talk to you about, and uh, Jen, I know you're excited about this as well, is our Christmas Tombola. Tombola. 
<laughs> so we are going to be giving away some exclusive Fingers on Buzz's Christmas gifts. Yeah. And in order to be eligible for that, you need to enter our Christmas tombola. Yeah. You need to buy your ticket. Well, you don't buy your ticket. You just... Apply. It's apply for your ticket. Yeah. You know how tombolas work. If your ticket ends in a zero or a five some, or whatever. Yeah, five or a zero. Yeah. Then you get a you, prize. You've got something off the table. And of, so... Of, of, I'm not. I'm not going to put too fine a point on it. Mainly tat. It will be tat. Okay, so for one ex- man's tat is another person's treasure. Yes, and we have a lot of treasure <laughs> to <laughs> offer. Um, so we've got some brilliant prizes. Things that we have been collecting over the years. Yes, accumulating. John Virgo's uh, waistcoat and bow tie set that I've never managed to give away. I, you know. I hope that they will go to a good home. And uh, quiz quiz books, uh, board games, all sorts of things. Lovely. And also some exclusive Fingers on Buzzers handmade merchandise. Oh. By me. Oh. It's pretty shit, but it is there. (laughs) You know, I have made the effort because we love you, our loyal listeners, and we want to reward you with some prizes. So if you would like to be entered into the Fingers on Buzzers Christmas Tombola to win mystery prizes, some of which will actually be good. We've we've underplayed this. There will be some genuinely good stuff. So if you follow us on Twitter, at Fingers Buzzers. That's us. Then, uh, and... DM us, then we will enter you into our prize tombola and you may win something incredible. Or not. But you're, or it you, might be you probably win. You probably will win something. <laughs> you probably will win something because we've got a lot of chat to get rid of. Like so, it or not. So fingers buzzers on Twitter, and uh, we will be back very soon with more guests, more surprises, and more exciting Christmas events. We love you. We love you. See you next time on fingers on buzzers. I'm so excited (laughs) Fingers on Buzzers starred Lucy Potter and Jenny Ryan and was produced by Amanda Redman with music by Kevin MacLeod and Justin Edwards email quiz at fingersonbuzzers.com and tweet at fingersbuzzers thanks for listening and don't forget to join us next time for more Fingers on Buzzers Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.